0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Now joining me on the Oregon Man Clinic's hotline is Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, part of SI's Fan Nation. He's also the host of the Ducks Ditch podcast. Max, it was a busy week for Oregon recruiting, and I know that you're all over it. Thanks for being here to break it all down.
2: Yeah, Justin, glad to be back. It's definitely a busy time for the Ducks, so plenty to get into. Thanks for having me.
1: So the Ducks got a huge commitment from 2024 five-star defensive lineman Aiden Breland out of Matter Day last Saturday, and you had a chance to talk to Aiden. What did you learn from him, and why is this such a big get for the Ducks?
2: Yeah, so I got to see Aiden Breland on Thursday night for a, another dominant modern day win over Orange Lutheran out here in Southern California. was really excited to talk to him about his commitment to Oregon because honestly, he's a guy who I could tell was kind of over the recruiting process, didn't really give a, a lot of really long answers. So I was excited to talk to him because it's finally over, the decisions behind him. I uh, chose the Ducks over Georgia and Miami, but really it was Oregon versus Georgia. And I think that kind of gets at the root of your question. Why this is such a big get, a phenomenal get for Dan Lanning and the Ducks on the trail. This was a head-to-head recruiting battle against Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs defending national champions and uh, really just a, a factory for defensive linemen. So I think this is a statement for Dan Lanning and the rest of the Oregon coaching staff that they can get anybody in the country. You get uh, one of the best defensive linemen in the, in the country, the number one player in the state of California from a powerhouse, national powerhouse at that, and definitely a position in need. Oregon's losing a lot of guys after this year, Brendan Dorless Pope Lamavai, just to name a few, Casey Rogers in the trenches. So it's been a priority for Dan Landing since he got to Oregon to continue bringing elite defensive talent, and honestly, Justin, if Oregon keeps doing what they want to do and what they're supposed to do in the 24 cycle, they very well could finish with the best defensive line haul in the country. Not going to be easy by any means, but given who they have in the fold already and some of these names that they're still going after, I think they definitely well within reach. But that that was a huge get for Dan Lanning and company. A lot of fans wanted a five-star, and and now they got one in Aiden Breland.
1: Well, that'd be very exciting to hear for Duck fans. I know that they all know that it all starts out in the trenches, so being able to bring in a a big haul like that would be huge. Another interesting guy to talk about is Breland's fellow Day teammate, Nate Frazier. So he's committed to Georgia, but it sounds like Oregon is still in the mix. What have you heard, Max?
2: Yeah, so Nate Frazier is another guy I got to, to see last night and talk to just to kind of get up to speed with things and where he's at with the recruiting process this kind of again was a georgia versus oregon battle but oregon was on the wrong end of it that time that had kind of been the theme up until breeland committed right that's what i was getting at and now that uh he's committed to georgia and um, i don't think this one's over that's kind of the easiest way i can explain it to you justin when i was talking to him last night um he was a little bit deflective when it came to the recruiting questions. so i can't blame him there i, I think you know when guys are committed, they don't want to say they're on things. They don't want to, you know, put themselves or the school they're committed to in a bad light or anything. So I completely respect and understand that. But the thing that he did tell me is that the contact is only ramped up with Oregon as far as their efforts to flip Fraser since Breland committed. It's only been about a week now, not even since Breland committed. And Fraser has been, for the entirety of the 2024 recruiting cycle, Carlos Laughlin's Top running back target now Oregon already has a really talented back in the fold in 24 and Dejon Dink Riggs from Washington DC St. John's uh, and um, man they would love to add Frazier to this class so I think that that one's not over they're going to keep doing all they can the next step is probably going to be to get him out on a visit in Eugene um, I know that he really really likes Carlos Lachlan. And I think that Oregon's offense is really, really tailor-made to fit a back like Frazier who can do a little bit of everything. He is in phenomenal shape, 5'11", 205 pounds, had two touchdowns last night. And uh, he's a seriously special talent that is just scratching the surface of his potential based on all the coaches that I've talked to uh, around the Southern California football scene about him.
1: Well, we'll keep an eye on Nate Frazier. It's another week for Oregon, another opportunity to get recruits on campus for another game, which can be a huge boost, obviously. There's a couple guys specifically I want to ask you about. The first being Solomon Williams. Where would he fit into an already crowded defensive line hall, like you mentioned earlier?
2: Yeah, so Solomon Williams is another huge name for Oregon in the twenty twenty four recruiting class out of Tampa, Florida, Carrollwood Day High School. He's taking his official visit to Oregon this weekend, and what you got to know about Sam Williams is he was actually supposed to come out for the Colorado game, uh, but from my understanding, there were some uh, some family stuff that came up, so he had to reschedule, and now he's coming back to Eugene. He's he's already in town uh, for his official visit, and this is a guy that I think Oregon would definitely roll out the red carpet for. I think anytime you get Florida talent on campus, it's incredibly important to do the best job you can. And Solomon's been to Oregon before, so it's a familiar location for him. We know that Oregon has some Florida ties on the staff, most notably Alec Carey, the offensive line coach, who's from the Sunshine State. Um, But I think that um, as far as where he would fit into this hall, I mean, man, he would be a really talented and really big get for the Ducks. They already have a commitment from edge rusher Jackson Jones out of Yuma Catholic in Arizona, Um, and they're also looking to – potentially add Elijah rushing following his decommitment from from Arizona. So the numbers game can get tricky, uh, but Oregon does have some flexibility here just in terms of, you know, who they want to prioritize and and who they want to take with just about two months left until the early signing period. So Solomon Williams is a really, really talented player, over 40 reported scholarship offers. But, hey, he's whittled that down to five. You got Oregon, Texas, Texas A&M. Clemson and Alabama, so pretty much the cream of the crap in terms of schools that Oregon's going against, but uh, I think they still have a really good shot. I wouldn't write Oregon off in this one. I don't think they're necessarily the leaders, but maybe that changes after a good official visit this weekend.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Certainly, if you're competing with Texas or Alabama, there's a good reason for that. Solomon Williams, a guy that we're going to watch going forward. Jordan Seaton is the last guy I wanted to ask you about. He's getting recruited by a bunch of top schools as well, but from what it sounds like, Oregon just locked him in for a visit as well this weekend?
2: Yeah, Jordan Seaton, the five-star IMG Academy offensive tackle, is going to be in Eugene for his official visit this weekend. Uh, it's a, He's a man that I think... I've known about for a while here in this class, but I didn't really think that Oregon was incredibly involved or even really a very realistic option. Uh, But you get them on campus for an official visit, and we know that uh, one visit can really shake up any recruitment. We can point to a number of examples, but the one I always like to use is Kayvon Thibodeau uh, with that game against Washington during his recruitment. That was a crazy environment, and I think it ultimately helped them seal the deal in that recruitment. So, they would love to do the same thing here with Jordan Seaton. I think the main schools you're battling here are Alabama and Florida. Definitely some of the biggest recruiting powers in the country. But maybe Oregon has a little bit of a trick up their sleeve. Whatever it's worth, Jordan Seaton did transfer from St. John's in Washington, D.C., heading into the 2023 season. So they do have a connection there with Dejan Dink-Riggs. Maybe he wants to block for him again after already doing it for part of his high school career. I don't think that's something that's going to push them over the top. But, hey, when you're going after guys of this caliber, you want every connection you can get. And Oregon hasn't had tremendous success or luck, rather, recruiting IMG Academy players. Um, But they're they're getting them on campus, and I think that that's good. But – we're kind of at an interesting point. you got to go from getting guys on campus, go from being in that final top group to getting that commitment. I feel better about Solomon Williams than I do Jordan Seaton, but we'll see if things change after this big weekend for the Ducks.
1: Five-star defensive end Elijah Rushing also had an interesting recruitment. He decommitted from his home state school, Arizona, where his brother plays. But you put in a prediction for him last week. What's the latest with him?
2: Yeah, so Elijah Rushing is another huge name for the Ducks on the recruiting trail in the 24 class. If you've been following the recruiting, this was a guy that Dan Lanning handpicked as a priority target after getting the job at Oregon, and he was a guy that Oregon was leading for basically throughout the entirety of his recruitment. Then Arizona really kind of uh, switched things up, put on a big push in the 11th hour when he committed initially in July. But the latest that I'm hearing is that uh, Oregon loves where they stand for for Elijah rushing, and they're in, they're continuing to be in a really good spot. They never stopped recruiting him during his time that he was committed to Arizona. So I'm feeling really good about this one happening. It's just kind of a matter of, I think with him, it's a matter of when, not if. Nothing's ever a complete guarantee, but um, I think this is one of the guys that I've felt the best about coming to Oregon in quite some time, Justin. So. We're going to have to continue to monitor things with Elijah Rushing, maybe see if he comes out for another visit soon. But um, I I really like Oregon for Elijah Rushing.
1: That'd be certainly a a fun recruitment to get, obviously, like you mentioned. And just so much going on with Oregon recruiting. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get to all of it in this segment. Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest. Thank you for your time. We'll look forward to hearing from you next week, and hopefully we can get to all the other recruiting dominoes that fall before that time.
2: All right. Thanks for having me, Justin. Appreciate it.